From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about the penis and the impact that perceived size can have when you're between the sheets. And there's a quote from Joseph Heller in regard to the penis that say, women don't suffer from penis envy. Men do. And I think as we're talking about size, you know, getting into this place where we're going to go there, you guys, you know that we don't shy away from, from the topics that you might feel um, are a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Penis size is going to be one of them. But first we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is really an opportunity for us to, to celebrate the wins that you're having in your marriage, Try to it. give you that, that digital audio high five for what you're, the two of you are doing. And this hug comes from a post in the one family Facebook group that says, start out saying, I'm someone that has always been most comfortable in jeans and a t-shirt. My typical accessories include hair ties, just in case, a Garmin, and my wedding ring. Mm -hmm. Since listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast and trying to be more intentional in our marriage, putting our relationship first, we've started a monthly date night. It's really made a big difference to see something on the calendar just for us. That's awesome. It's also given me a reason to dress up a bit more for the one I love, which I know he loves. And I can't say I don't love seeing him in a suit as well. Not all of our date nights are fancy, but we're having fun coming up with new and favorite things to do together. Last night, we went on a dinner cruise, ordered a drink they set on fire, made out in the (laughs) car, and shared a lot of love and laughter. Come on. I'm hoping this sets an example for our children as well. That's fantastic. Talk about, you know, not just breaking out of the routine. Yep. That's it. Right. Doing something different, having fun. And I hope you all heard the anticipation. Yeah. When, because it's on the calendar. So they know that there's, you know, once a month, there's something just for the two of them. That's right. And, you know, getting into this place of things that are just for the two of you, as we start talking about sexual intimacy in today's show, we are talking about penis size. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you are just we like, are. oh my gosh, are they really going there? I was hoping that what I heard at the top of the show was just kind of like, they're going to go talk about it. No, we're really talking about penis size. I have been wanting to talk about this for some time. I think ever since you first read the penis book. Yeah. I And we are just trying to figure out the best way to present this mm-hmm. because I do think it's important. I think it's something that gets talked about or at least thought about a lot mm-hmm. and maybe not necessarily express with our love. Um, as a guy, you know, I remember back in the days in the locker rooms and everything, you, you'd be looking, you're talking to guys, you're seeing, but are we really in actually talking about it with our spouse? Right. Because according to research, somewhere between 45 and 68% of men are concerned with their penis size. Mm-hmm. Now we asked all of you in the one family, cause we always want to know what's happening in the one family. Have you, the two of you ever had a conversation? Have you ever discussed penis size? And with over 400 responses, only 46% of you have had a conversation. Well, if we know that upwards to maybe 70% of men are having some thoughts about their penis size, it's possible that there's a really big gap there. And that there are a lot of thoughts going around. And, and I know this because like I'm sitting, I mean, I have conversations with people about sex all the time. It's just kind of the world I live in as a marriage coach. But we get into these these thoughts and we start uncovering like what what's going on? Well, I mean, penis size. Is it too big? 
too small, too much girth, not enough girth. I mean, these are things that, Hey, they're going on in some way, shape or form, not saying they're going on every single moment of your day. Mm -hmm. And yet they pop up in your head. You're thinking about it. Well, you're a guy you're thinking about. I'm not, I'm not, but here's the thing. As with anything in marriage, if it's impacting one of you, it's likely having some impact on both of you. Mm -hmm. Because those questions that can come out, you know, whether during sex or after sex, you know, am I too small for you? Are you happy with my penis? Am I too big for you? I I feel inadequate. I I think I'm too small. How do I compare with others? Am I satisfactory? Guys, I didn't, I want you to know, I did not make up those questions. When we asked, so the follow-up question to have you discussed penis size was what's been part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Those were all comments that came from your peers, that came from other couples in the one family. There's a lot of concern about penis size. And, you know, I, as a woman who, you know, has thought about breast size and butt size and things like, I get it, but I don't have a penis. So like this show is, the whole idea for the show is really driven by Tony. Because we've, before he read the penis book, we've had, mul- we'd had multiple conversations throughout the course of our marriage on penis size. We are, you know, one of the, one of the couples that would fall into the yes. Well, and I would say too, the questions that were shared with us uh-huh. are questions I know I would ask of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- there's no surprise to me on this list. At all. And so, you know, we would have conversations and, and I think for... For myself, I've always been a little more willing to just go there and just let's let's talk about it. Even oh in early on in our marriage, when Elisa's like, w- w- like she would shy away from a conversation about penis size. Like if I would say, "Hey, well, you know what? Let's let's actually measure my penis." We you know? are that couple. Like I but remember, Ali- <laughs> like I'm laughing because I think you probably measured your penis in our first apartment. Like, I think I can go all the way back to... to like our look, first... Like like Palm, Palm Desert. Palm Desert, yeah. Yes. That's when I first remember having... And guys, this was like 24 years ago. Yeah. That we started having conversations about penis size. And both flaccid and erect. And and I mean, I guess that's where that comparison comes in. Uh-huh. Like, am I adequate? Am I enough? Are, are you liking this enough? Even though Elisa would tell me, like, hey, I, I'm, I'm fine. Good. I'm, I'm fine. Good. Like, I, I, I'm totally good. I had insecurities of my own that I had to address and deal with. So I think penis size has been something that has come up, obviously, since we first got since married the beginning. Yeah, in, I mean, in that first ap- apartment. Well, and it's interesting, too, because, well, I'm, I, for me, I've never been concerned about Tony's size. I've always been aware that there are times when it seems like his erection is larger than other times. And, and I know some of you have asked the question with that, like, you know, what do we talk about? Like, why is that? And we're going to dig into it in the show. But but there are all these, I mean, the penis is kind of an interesting body part, right? You know, it is that one body part where, you know, for a man, you can easily tell if he's aroused, right? It, it literally stands at attention, mm-hmm. hence the term erection. Women do not have any such comparable body parts that are like, oh, hey, you're totally aroused. And, you know, it's really been interesting. Although women's nipples can show arousal. Okay, but if she is fully dressed, unless she is wearing an unlined bra, you cannot tell. True. If you are fully dressed and you have an erection, I can tell. Not always. Not always, but I mean, usually you're not, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's actually, it's a visual cue that women don't, we don't have the same 
Yeah. Our body doesn't work the same way. Absolutely. You know, and I mentioned it a little earlier in the show, but it bears repeating. Our, one of our most favorite books on the topic of the penis is actually The Penis Book by Dr. Aaron Spitz, who's the urologist um, here in the UC system, UC Irvine. And to be truthful, before finding this book, a lot of a lot of what we had learned about the penis came from researching on Dr. Google, right? Or I do remember, gosh, it was probably three years ago now, we were on a vacation in Vegas, just wandering through, you know, all the different stores and stuff and came around this book. What was the name of that book that we found? The Huge Penis, right? Yes. Was it The Huge Penis? It was The Huge Penis. Yeah. And, and so we find this book that, you know, the subtitle is Advice, Meditation, and Wisdom for Men Who Have Too Much. How to Live with a Huge Penis. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a hilarious book to like, you come around the corner, we're just in one of the, you know, the casino areas between the food and all that sort of stuff. And one of the shops had that book and it was just one of those like, wow, how to live with a huge penis. Okay. Um, both of the links, by the way, for those are here in the episode notes. So come on over, click on them and, and get them. Uh, I would highly suggest for those of you who have not picked up the penis book, pick it up mm -hmm. for, for both of you. This isn't a one way street guys read it. Gals read it. It, it is helpful to understand what is going on. And, and in all honesty for Elisa and I, talking about size has ebbed and flowed. Mm -hmm. and, and there was a period where we didn't, it never came up. It, it wasn't really mentioned or talked about. And yet when we ended up picking up the penis book and reading it, both of us, it just gave us so much information about size. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a whole chapter on it mm -hmm. that just allowed us to go, all right, this is what's really going on. Well, and I think it's interesting too, because throughout throughout history, I mean, there have been I mean, if we think of the statue of David, right? Like penises have been on display for oh, absolutely. forever and ever, right? And when you start digging into it and doing research like we did for this show, the, the penis represents power, fertility, sexuality, right? And so it's easy to extrapolate from that why the thought process would be, well, the larger the penis, the, the, the better I am as a man, right? The more power I have, the more fertility, the more sexuality, you know? And so you can get into this place of going, okay, well, well, bigger is better. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and I can see again, I'm not a man. So this is all just kind of like processing and conversations with Tony, but I can see why that comparison thing could really be detrimental for a man. If he's like, okay, well maybe I'm not measuring, literally measuring up to what I think I should be mm -hmm. or what I think my wife needs or wants. And guys, I will tell you a lot of the comments from women in response to those questions were he's more than enough for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know the ones that talked about size and about that they're like I, I i reassure him he's like we're good yeah he's perfect size for me and you know it's interesting because um dr spitz in the book starts talking to us the readers about size and i found this to be so fascinating because what is normal right what's average and, and we're talking about a urologist. This is a guy who's looking at penises. Like that's his job. And he's been doing it for 30 odd years. So instead of us trying to I'm not asking you out, guys how long you are and it's just not happening. We're going to go to him and, and use what he has because I think this will help all of us when we are talking about penis size or, or for us guys, when our wife says, hey, you're enough for me, mm -hmm. you, you really are. 
and and it's a place that I had to get into in a place I needed to be having that confidence. Like I'm good. Elisa's happy with where I'm at. I'm not going to think about this anymore. Like I'm not going to allow it because I remember saying, am, am I good? Am, did you, was I feeling? Over did, and oh, over. And it honestly caused cracks in our sexual intimacy because it, it just started, Elisa was like, I don't know how to tell you that this is good. And so according to researchers, the average size of a flaccid penis is nine centimeters or 3.5 inches. So just, so if you guys Three go and out, a half inches. So if you go out and you're like, hey, let's go measure. Like I have done multiple times. I'm, I'm cool saying that. If you're 3.5 inches flaccid, you're in the average range. An erect penis is 13 centimeters or 5.1 inches. Most Erect penises are ranging from four to six point three inches. It's it's probably not as long as you're thinking, right? And, and it's a perception thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like what? Where do I need to be? What what should I be? And and I'm curious, like before you ever measured, and I'm gonna I, I didn't tell you I was gonna ask you this question. Did you have an idea on like what you thought the perfect size was? Like, was that something that you're like, oh, well, I need to be like, I don't know. Ten, I mean, I'm just totally throwing out numbers. You're like, do I need to be 10 inches long? Like, like, what do guys think about when it comes, like, how do you, how do you measure if you're not? Yeah. I think for me, it was eight inches. I, okay. For some reason, like that number eight, for some reason just pops in my mind where if it was like, all right, if I'm eight inches, then I'm like, I'm average. I'm, I'm where most guys would be. And again, this is Tony at 23 years old. Okay. So a much different Tony than I am now at 48. Okay. Because interestingly enough, and it's funny because I didn't tell him I was going to ask this question, um, but that is actually the average length of a porn star's penis. And they are in the minority as far as size of penis, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is definitely the, you know, like the one percenters mm-hmm. that have an erect penis that's that size. And I don't, I'm making up the number one percent, but all that to illustrate it's a very small percentage of men that have an erect penis that size and you know what's interesting is that most women don't want a man that large and there's a very real biological reason why she doesn't and that's because the average vagina is in that like three and a half to four inches before it starts to like expand and things like that. But she's not expanding so much guys that she's going to get into this like eight to 10 inch range. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you when she is fully engorged and aroused and that type of thing, like her vagina is not expanding that much. So you start thinking about like the eight inch, 10 inch penis or whatever the magic number is in your head. And like, I'm just going to say it. You might actually be worried about something that could be making sex more uncomfortable and less satisfying for both of you. Hmm. Because if you're thinking you're not big enough, if you're thinking your size isn't adequate enough, and she has, first of all, if she has told you, please listen to your wives. But we need to talk about what that conversation looks like. And let's do that after this break. Taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on animal welfare certified bone and beef short ribs, sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie and ground lamb, Grab an olive boule bread from the bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So first, we need to talk about what actually impacts penis size. And clearly, genetics plays a role in it, right? We're all a product of our genetics. But there's also health. There are health factors. And there's level of arousal. And we've talked... I think a couple of times throughout this year, just as we've you know talked about the penis book and things like that, but the better his health is, guys, the better your health is, the less buildup you have in your arteries, because guess what? The penis has arteries, right? Blood flow. The more blood flow you can get to your penis, the more blood flow, the bigger and stronger your erection. And, and I will say, I have, I have messed around with this. In Tony has totally year. tested this. And, and just trying to understand like what would happen if I go more plant-based eating, mm-hmm. like cleaning up my eating, like getting away from the fried foods. I'm a French fry fan. I can order an amazing steak at a steakhouse and I will want French fries with it. I, but taking that out, like going more fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, cleaning it up. I honestly saw a difference in the, the hardness, I would say, of my erection. And I, as, as your wife, I would say the ability to actually get the erection Correct. was actually impacted. Absolutely. It was much easier. When your eating was cleaner mm-hmm. or when your eating is cleaner, it is much easier for you to get an erection. Mm-hmm. That's That was just... Something. And you also, when your eating was cleaner, um, you would get more morning erections. Side note. Yeah. But, just, but I mean, but we've done a show on, yeah, yeah. on but it just, morning sex, right. which where a guy Again. naturally wakes up with one. But so, so we start talking about nutrition and health. The same thing is true of arousal, right? You know, and we know this, right? If we're only kind of partially sort of kind of in it, our level of arousal, and this goes for both men and women, it's, it's not going to be at the same level. Mm-hmm. So the erection isn't going to be as strong. So your length or your your width, your girth isn't going to be as big. And, and these things can be, they can be impacted by, you know, your medications. They can be impacted by your stress levels. I mean, these are all, like, we have to, we have to look at all the factors, right? Because this whole idea of, you know, what's the size of my penis or how am I measuring up? It, it's not a it's going to be the same every single time. One other thing I did want to put for numbers. Yeah. I want to talk about circumference really quick because obviously when you are healthier and your, your penis is healthier, that can also impact the circumference. But, um, a soft circumference average, you're looking at nine centimeters or 3.5 inches around Mm -hmm. and an erect circumference average of 11 centimeters or 4.3 inches. Now that again can be impacted by your health and what, what's going on internally. Yeah. And, and so we have to be aware of that. We also have to be aware of the fact that, you know, and guys, I did, this is a, these two terms. I, I first learned about them in the penis book. So this, this is not a Lisa terms, but there are growers and showers, mm-hmm. right? So, and I, I'm going to actually explain this straight from the book because I don't want to mess up 
Dr. Spitz's brilliance, but growers are smaller at rest and larger at play and are more sensitive to cold, right? But when they're erect... They- and we all, and guys, we all know when, that, when the cold hits, I, I mean... Well, that's if you're a grower, because if you're a shower, you don't really like... But I consider myself a shower. Oh, you do. Okay. Well, there you go. I consider myself a shower. This is just this is just my this self, is, yeah, my self evaluation of my penis. Um, <laughs> but when it's cold, uh, definitely you'll have shrinkage. Sure, absolutely. I, I, I will take your word for it. Um, but uh, just going back to growers and showers, when erect, growers tend to be about the same size as showers, and the difference in at, at the flaccid state is due to difference in elastin and collagen, which are factors in the penis. In the penis, yes. Right, helping make it up and, and allow for the hardening or the firmness and things like that. So there's all this biology, right? Penis size is not just, you know, state of arousal. It's not just your nutrition. Like the genetic component to this can't be overlooked. But there are a few other things that you can actually take into consideration when you're measuring yourself up or considering that. And one is, guys, your stomach, right? The bigger the stomach you have, the the harder it is to see what you have, Mm -hmm. which can lead you feeling your perception of yourself is that you're smaller. That's just, you know, you can't see as much. He had a great little, he had a great illustration of that in in the book. book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing, and we've talked about this too, when it comes to manscaping is, you know, the volume of pubic hair that you have can hide your penis. Absolutely. And so again, you can be looking down there. You, you may be in that average range, but you've got, you're so bushy. Do, was that, is that a fair term to say that guys are bushy? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Like, I'm I, just going to say bushy. I, I just say, I think yeah, of yeah a lot of pubic I, I would hair. think like you just have, you I'm have like, a lot it? of pubic hair. Yeah. yeah. And so you may, you may not be able to see just how much you have. And I will say this guys, I've been across the board with manscaping, sometimes doing it, sometimes not. Um, as Elisa said, it, when it gets bushy, like the pubic hair has just grown out and then I, I cut it and I shave it down. There is an optical, like just looking at it in the mirror going like, wow, I just grew where nothing has changed other than I've shaved down my pubic hair. So there is a, just a perception that, wow, I just, I just grew and yet nothing has happened. So that may be one thing for you to consider. That's, that's an, I didn't know that you actually experienced that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. You look very pleased with yourself. <laughs> the, the I, mean, I don't know what to say. The perception of growth when all you've done is trimmed, yes. right? But it, it's an interesting thing because, you know, we, we start looking at these different factors and realizing that, you know, if you're worried about your size, guys, because clearly somewhere between 45 and almost 70% of you, well, you might not be worried about your size. There may just be thoughts mm-hmm. going through your head. It's getting into this place of, and we talk about this a lot here on the show, of what does it look like to bridge that gap with the emotional and the sexual intimacy, right? What does it look yes. like to have these conversations? What does it look like, guys, for you to control the part that you can control? You cannot control your genes. They are your genes. But you can control your health, right? You you can do the things that are going to like help clean out your arteries and and give you the ability to have stronger erections, right? So that you you know whether you're growing or showing, it's just more firm and it, it feels larger, right? You can control your stress levels. So you, what I, my my imploring to you is do everything that you can to be as healthy as you can. 
because not only will it reflect in your penis, but you'll also feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and there's a lot that goes into this and I, I don't want to make light. I know we've had some, some laughs in this show about, you know, like phrases and things like that. But the truth of the matter is, is that guys, if you're worried about this, she needs to know. And, and wives, I would say to you, be encouraging. And men, when your wife is accept it. And that can sometimes be a tough place to be. And yet I will say when you are strengthening your sexual intimacy and your emotional intimacy as well, this is an area where if your wife is like, man, this is amazing, take it, Mm -hmm. run with it because she's telling you the truth. And that was something I had to understand and truly believe that Elisa was like, this is good. Like I am, I am happy with this and being able to accept that. Well, and I think, you know, ladies, for us, a lot of it, like we understand what it looks like to feel that way, right? Because we may be asking, you know, we may be sizing up our breasts or sizing up our butt or things like that. So we understand what it looks like to have physical insecurities. And this is where you really have an opportunity to, to break the hold that those insecurities can have on your marriage, both of you, guys, by talking about where you might be, wives, by being encouraging, because the two of you, your sexual intimacy is not just one person or the other in a marriage. It really is the two of you. Yeah. Hey, as it comes to sizing up the penis, we hope that this was informative and helpful. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, it was our desire to bring up a topic that isn't discussed much amongst married couples to help you go, you know what? I am going to share. I am going to talk about this. We are going to bring this up. And then look at yourself, guys, personally, and going, what can I do? I would highly suggest picking up the penis book, read it, dive into it, learn about it. And I just want to say one last thing. Guys, if you have any concerns about your penis, 100% make an appointment with a urologist. Absolutely. Please go see a doctor and get help if that's what's needed. Don't be afraid to take that action. You got it. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week as you strengthen your sexual intimacy. Love you guys.